Hello, hello. I have a, an episode for you today that is actually a bonus lesson that I created for my mastermind and I have popped it up on the mastermind private portal. We've got a private portal and a private podcast feed and I wanted to share it with you here as well. So you'll get a bit of an inside feel into what it's like to receive little bonus lessons from me if you are joining us for the next round or if you're thinking about joining and You'll also just get my thoughts on sales calls or consult calls, clarity calls, whatever you want to call them. Now, funny story. Every time I go through some kind of up level in my business, if it's you know energetic, if it's a visibility thing, whatever it is, I have tech issues. Now, it's usually my website. My website usually crashes. It's hilarious. The timing is hilarious. But what's happened this time is that my sound, my sound is working on my computer, but my, like the playback of my podcast episodes aren't like in GarageBand. I record them in GarageBand. So I went to edit this episode for you and, and pop in my intro and outro for the podcast but I can't because I can't hear anything like I can record it and I know it's working because when I um what's the word like shared it and then popped it up on the private podcast I can hear it and I can hear it when it's in iTunes but I can't hear it anyway the point is I've not edited and there's no intro and outro because it's very hard to edit a podcast when you can't hear anything and I can't even tell you if like the transitions between when I paused and then restarted speaking if that even sounds great. So this may be a very imperfect podcast, which is also just perfect in and of itself. But just so you know, there's no intro, there's no outro. And if there are like little, I don't know, things that you hear or like if there's like a funny transition between sentences, that's just because I didn't edit it because I can't because I can't hear anything. I've like, I've restarted my computer. I've tested the sound. I've tested my mic. I've changed headphones. I don't know. I don't know. I'll work it out. Anyway, all of this is to say that I can't wait for you to tune into this episode and come over to Instagram. Let me know what you think. And if you would love to join us for the next intake of the Aligned and Unstoppable Mastermind, you can apply via the link in my show notes. You can jump on a call with me. We can have a chat about your decision, which is hilariously what I'm going to be talking about on this episode. You can come over to Instagram and just send me a message if you have anything that you want to chat through, any questions. And if you join by the end of January, so in real time as I record, you have about 24 hours left to apply. If you apply and we feel like we're both a great fit, sorry, let me re-say that. We both feel like we're a great fit and you enroll by the end of Jan, you receive a bonus one-on-one session with me valued at $500. So you can learn about the mastermind at cassiemendozajones.com forward slash mastermind or just head to the show notes the link will be there and feel into it your body will tell you your business will tell you and if you want to chat through anything i am here and yeah all the info is on the um, information page and in the application form and i'm here if you have questions all right Let's dive into the episode. There's going to be no fancy transition. It's just going to be me stopping a sentence and then me starting a new one. All right, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hello, hello. So here is the promised bonus episode. Uh, After we had our last, at the end of our last call, we chatted about it and 
it's all about sales calls, or you might call them a discovery call or a consult call. I call them in my business, I call it a game plan call. You might call it a clarity call. It doesn't really matter what you call it. The purpose is it's connecting with people who are thinking about working with you, finding out or feeling into if you're a good match, answering questions, and then giving the best option for that beautiful human. Sometimes that is working with you and sometimes it is not working with you. So I have a few things that I want to say about this. And the very first thing that I want to say is you do not need them. <laughs> you do not need to. I'm just going to call it a sales call for the purpose of this podcast episode. But like it's whatever word you want to use. Okay. I'm just saying that because I think everyone knows what I mean when I say that. So you do not need to run sales calls unless you want to and unless it feels good for you in your body and also it depends on your business like I only started running them I only ever offered them for the first time in 2016 which means that was five years after I opened my business because I just didn't need them until then and even I didn't even need them then I just decided to experiment and see how it would feel to run them so until then I was running I didn't really offer packages like programs I offered packs of sessions I was a naturopath until like 2014 when I added in kinesiology and then my my business really shifted into kinesiology business coaching um, more of the mindset and belief work and I did offer actually I lie I definitely did offer programs three-month programs probably from 2014 so I'm going to backtrack on what I said. The point is I didn't offer any kind of sales call. And if people had questions, I would either just offer them, let's email, or maybe a couple times I jumped on the phone with someone, but I really just didn't offer them on like the front end of my business until 2016. When I was running single sessions as a naturopath, I, I definitely didn't offer them and I was always available to answer questions. Whatever question any potential client had, I was there. And if we didn't feel like a good fit, like if someone came to me for something and I was just like straight away, I can't, this is not a me thing. Like I can't, this is not my wheelhouse. This is not my, not even my niche or not. Like this, this is just not what I do. I would just happily, easily, effortlessly, quickly refer them on to someone else, else someone else, whether that was like, a different practitioner or maybe sometimes I was like maybe you need to see your doctor to get a referral for something else like it just I was so it was so easy and it always has been easy for me to refer clients or potential clients somewhere else if I know in my body that I'm not the best fit for them so that's the very first thing I want to say if if as I speak you're like you know what I don't really want to offer a clarity call or a discovery call or whatever you don't have to and you can sell and then just to side track myself again I offered them in 2016 and then it was just on and off over the last few years and I'll often not have anything either open in my calendar or I won't like make a I won't like offer it a lot but if a client says to me I'd love to chat then I will say to them amazing do you want to chat via email via voice notes in Instagram or do you want to jump on a call and people just I let them choose what they want I have sold in the last like one two three this is the fourth round of the mastermind now I've only had two calls with people prior to joining um because I just 
it's just, it's there if you want it. And I just trust like people, if they have questions, I trust them to either just ask me via like a written form or to say, you know what, I'd really love to jump on a call. So just know that if you decide you want to run them, that's amazing. If you're not sure, you don't need to run them to have a really beautiful, successful business. And also there's that middle ground where it's like, do you feel scared to run them, but you actually want to, and it would be an amazing experience and increase and expand your skills in showing up, in voicing your beautiful work, in stepping into your magic, in, you know, sitting in that potent energy of your business, of your work, of your gifts. And maybe that's why you don't want to do it. Maybe there's a resistance there. Then that's something else. But if you just get a clear yes or no, just know that there are no rules. You just need to follow what works for you. Remembering that our clients are resourced, they are clever, they are intelligent. If they have a question, we can trust that they will know how to ask us a question. If they want to talk more deeply with us about something or talk something through, we can trust that they will be able to say to us, like we obviously want to make it easy for them to get in touch, but we can also trust our clients to say, hey, I have this question, you know, like here it is. And then you might even say, do you want to jump on a call to chat this through more deeply? Or are you happy to chat this through via email or, you know, in Instagram, Facebook, like wherever you are, you can ask them and just trust their response. I love Instagram. Like when clients or potential clients email me, sorry, Instagram me, I will often respond in a voice note because I love, I find it really easy. It's often easier, like, especially if I'm with the kids Um, It's quicker for me to speak it out than to type it out and they get to hear my voice and feel the energy behind that. So they don't always respond in a voice and that's okay. They, They might text back, but you can also just do lots of voice notes there and remembering it just comes back to your intention. If you want to run a sales call, consult call, whatever it is, you can. And if you don't, it's, it's just not a problem. Like don't let, like if your mind starts to tell you it's a problem if you're not doing it or if you are doing it, but no one's you know, you might be like, people aren't taking me up on my calls, but they're still booking in with me. It's like, okay, then there's definitely no problem there. And if you find that people are booking calls, chatting with you and not booking in with you, well, then, then there's something for you to look at in terms of what I'm about to guide you through. Are you showing up grippy, graspy, nervous, stressed, scared, in scarcity, in lack, improving mode? Is there something there where you have a belief or a thought that you need this client, you need this, you know, in equity sale, you need this to work, you need to prove to them how great you are or how helpful you can be, how, how perfect you are for them. If you show up to a call with that energy, or if you are like, kind of feeling like you're in this responsive energy. I'm not saying this in a negative way, but like this responsive energy where you're where you're feeding off the client's energy as opposed to holding the space and radiating. You know, we speak a lot about holding space versus radiating. So if you're going to be radiating out, really anchored into and grounded into your belief and your beautiful work, that's it's just a very different energy. So what I want to say here is if you're going to not run the calls, beautiful, like full stop, just do whatever you do in your business. If you are going to run them, here are a few tips. Number one, your client, trust that your client already pretty much knows if they want to say yes to your offer or not, if they want to work with you or not. A lot of the time um, when people book calls with me, I would say 98% of the time, 
They already know they're in. They just want to chat through something. And often they'll say to me, I already know I want to work with you. I just want to talk to you about the options or the offer, or I just want to um, like hash something out with you. So on one hand, yes, that does mean that I know even like consciously and unconsciously, there's a different, like I know that I'm coming into the call and they're already pretty much a yes. But when it, even if I get on a call with someone, it doesn't mean it's like a guaranteed anything. Like we all can change our minds and maybe on the call, we're like, wait, this isn't the best fit or this isn't the best timing. Like we just trust that. But no matter what, if someone has said if someone has not said to you yet I'm definitely and I just want to chat through so if they've just booked a call or they have a question and you get on a call with them here's an invitation for you to know or play with trusting that your client client already pretty much knows and that what this means is that you don't have to prove anything it doesn't mean you have to know their yes or no when you get on the call I'm not saying you have to pretend they're a yes I'm saying could you jump on a call knowing that they whether it's conscious or not they already know whether they're in or not which means you don't have to prove anything you don't you're not improving energy you're not grippy you're not graspy you're not stressed scared lack small you're not diminishing yourself you're not like putting the client on a pedestal you're not putting power or like not power you're not putting control in their hands like this and this like you know thought that your client is in control I don't know where that sentence came from, but like this idea that your client is going to like dictate your energy. Like it's just knowing that you're showing up from this beautiful grounded state and your client already knows. And there's something really powerful in that because you just get to step back and, and have a conversation with someone to work out if you're a good fit. And when, if someone jumps on a call and you get the feeling that they're actually a no how deeply can you honor that? Like I have booked a call with someone and this is, I'm going to come back to this point at the end, but I booked a call with someone years ago when I wasn't, I was kind of, I really liked their work, but I kind of felt like there was a dissonance or like an incongruence. And I was pretty sure I, it sounds hilarious. I was pretty sure I wasn't going to book in for a longer program, but it's like, I wanted to double check. So I jumped on this call and I'm going to give, I'm going to give some, you like public feedback, not saying anything about this person, like so much love to them. But the experience taught me a lot, which is maybe why I jumped on the call, right? Anyway, I'll get back to that. But just knowing that your client pretty much already knows and you don't need to prove anything. Number two, I don't make them make them sign up on the call. Okay. I don't say to my client, oh, amazing. Like, okay, well, here's the link and I'll just wait for you to, to put your credit card details in. I'll just be here. Are you done? Have you done it yet? I don't do that. I just don't do that. I trust their timing. I do often, depending on availability, I will often say to clients, I'll invite them to do it within the next day or 24 hours or whatever it is. And that's if I have one or two spots left and I don't know that someone else isn't going to get in touch in the next week or month or whatever it is. I'm not doing it from like an unethical point of view. I'm not saying like I have four other people waiting, so you have to pay to get this spot if that's not true. And it is still true that if I have one person in um, speaking to me about booking a spot, 
it's true that if they don't book that spot in the next week or two, someone else might come in. So I do often say, if you're keen and you feel ready to go, I'd love to lovingly invite you to confirm your place in the next 48 hours so that, you know, we just know that the spot is yours. So I do that. I invite them into it. And I also trust their timing. I've had clients do sales calls, you know, jump on a call with me, be so keen, so ready to go. And then something happens, life happens and they aren't able to, and they don't, um, they don't reach out or they don't get back in touch or they don't like book in maybe for a couple months. And then they come back and they're like, this is the right timing for me. So trusting your client's timing is really important. You also, you wouldn't want to, it would feel so icky to like rush a client into working with you to make you feel like safer in your business. It's just, it's not the way you want to start, start a coaching relationship. And also you don't want your, you don't want to be relying on your clients for you to feel safe in your business. So I just don't do that. I don't make them sign up on the call. I trust their timing. Now, if we're not a great fit or maybe we're a great fit, but like there's something about the timing that's not right or maybe I don't have an offering at the moment that fits them beautifully and maybe even in discussion there isn't a way that I can customize or tweak one of my current offerings to to serve them or maybe it's just like you know what we're not a great we're not we're not a we're not a fit for right now and it's said and done with so much love maybe it's even said in an email afterwards where you like touch base with someone or touch base with them rather like it's just you know, probably set on the call, like decided together. Um, anyway, I love to give options and referrals. So you might give a referral to another coach or another healer or another service provider, whatever it is. You might say to them, look, like I've said to clients or prospective clients, I'm like, you know what? I think that you need maybe what would be amazing, you know, and I, I do also often ask, I'll say with permission, can I suggest what I think might be a better option than my program xyz and i've said before i think what would be awesome is for you to be in your business or do this or finish that course that you're doing whatever it is and then come back and let's have another conversation in like six months i also have moved clients from the mastermind into one-on-one if the mastermind wasn't the best fit for them for whatever reason and that is um even twice that was actually the client's suggestion they're like maybe i should move into one-on-one and it was just that in a couple of situations, their business just required different, different support. And so that's like a really easy, you know, that's just moving a client kind of laterally into your a different area of your business. Um, and as I said before, you might even tweak an offering. So maybe you have a client who's like, oh my gosh, I would love to work with you in your six month private container, but uh, you know, I can't do so for me, I do mostly weekly calls. I do have a fortnightly option, but it is mostly offered Actually, no, I was going to say mostly, but last year I'm only offered it as weekly. And then I do have a couple clients in fortnightly um, options now. And so let's say when I was only offering it as weekly coaching, if I had a client come and say, I would love to work with you in your six month container, but I just can't get, you know, for whatever reason, I just can't do weekly calls. That's a conversation where if it feels good for me, my body and my business to say, you know what? Let's do two calls a month or let's do three calls a month and have one week of integration, whatever it is, or one week to rest or then that's a conversation that you can have. And you might even say 
you know what, let me think about what I might be able to offer that is, you know, slightly different or tweaked and I'll get back to you via email. So you don't have to offer something on the spot that you haven't, you know, thought through or felt into. And here's another thing that, like, I don't, I don't really, I have done no, I didn't like research people's ideas of sales calls, but for me, it's not really, it's not a mini coaching call. That's a separate thing. So if you want to offer a mini coaching call that is separate to a consult call or a clarity call. And also if you're on a consult call with, with a prospective client and something comes up and you just see how you could coach them on that, on something they've said, or like a conundrum or whatever it is. And it's obviously part of the conversation. You can say to them, Oh, I just heard you say X, Y, Z. Um, would you like some coaching on that right now? So you can offer that to them and they might say, yes, please. And it might, you know, help. It's obviously going to help them because they're receiving coaching from you, but it's just like a snippet, just something to say, something that's landed that you're like, Oh my God, I have to offer this to you. It's not done from like a manipulative perspective. Like, look how good I am. I can help you. It's like, Oh my God, this, you just said this thing and this dropped in. I just, with your permission, with your consent, can I share this? Like, and it just feels so nice for you to ask for the consent for coaching because they haven't come to a coaching call. They've come to check, check everything out and for them to say yes or no, they're most likely going to say yes. Let's be honest on that note, keep them short, please. I mean, no, let me say this. Do what feels good in your body. For me, I offer them as 15 minute calls. Do I go over into 20 minutes? Yes. Have I gone into 25 minutes? Yes. When it's felt good, when there's space in the calendar, when it's, you know, benefited the conversation. But the thought of like offering a 45 minute or a one hour call is, is too much unless it's like, you know what, it's a touch-based conversation and there's some coaching there. Like if you're promote like marketing it and promoting it like that that's very different you don't need to have a 30 45 minute conversation with someone about working with you or not you definitely can have a shorter conversation it for me it feels lighter on my system it's like as I, as I said before, I believe clients already know if they want to say yes or no to me. They're just maybe checking me out again or they want clarity on something. They want to hash something out. We can do that in 15 minutes together. And um, on that note, this is what I was coming back to. I said this at the start of the call somewhere. But years ago, I booked in a session with someone, you know, a clarity call with a coach. And I wasn't sure. I was pretty much like I didn't need to be convinced to work with them but I was just like almost sure I wasn't but I just wanted to like double check so I booked this call and I had a there was a bit of a form to fill out first so I, I get clients to fill out a really short four question form it's like what's going on um how did you find me what program would you love like what are you thinking about and there's another question in it but it's just like a short succinct little form for me to get info from anyway on this call this person spent it was a 45 or one hour call, 45 minutes or one hour. And they spent definitely 45 minutes, but like a very long time, pretty much just like asking me a thousand questions about my business, my offerings, my pricing, my clients, my marketing, like every single facet of my business, but giving me a no, no feedback or coaching, because that's obviously not what the call was, right? No, no, map to like what would be great for me in their business 
no um like circling back of oh you're having this problem or you're experiencing this and this is how I can help like this is what I do and this offering would be incredible for that or this process that I take clients through would be so healing and so like expanding for you they didn't like relate what I was going through with what they have what they offered in their business it was pretty much just like a 45 minute it felt like a drilling like I was being drilled and I and then I remember at the end saying I, I, I literally said to them, well, like, how could you help me? Like, what, like, what's the, it's kind of like, what's the point? Like, what did I just come here for? And they're like, well, you would just do my program. And I remember just being like, but literally, I don't know anything about you. This wasn't a conversation. I know nothing about your program that I like, nothing new that I couldn't have read from your website. I don't know how you can help me. And I remember just thinking like, this is just so not right. Like if I get off a 45 minute call and I feel unsettled, ungrounded, and obviously a lot of that is my own thoughts about the process, right? Like it didn't sit well with me, but then it fully confirmed that this was just a no from the start. And maybe that was also just it. If I was coming in a little bit like a no, uh, but I really still think that like, if I'd had this mind blowing conversation with someone who was like, oh, I see you and I see what you're going through and this is how I can help and this is what I can do. And then if I'd said something, they're like, look, this isn't a coaching call, but this just dropped in. Could I offer this to you? It would have just made a world of difference. So that's my take on sales calls. End of the day, you do you, you do what feels good in your body, in your business. And what if you couldn't do any of this wrong? And also what if a sales call is really a conversation with a beautiful potential client who loves you already and you love them And it's just working out if you're a great fit and what you can offer. Food for thought. All right, I'll see you on our next call. Bye.